no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Barry Essentials. On today's show, we recap a very cold and rainy day two of the Senior Bowl and much, much more. A-Dub, did you warm up, man? Man, finally I did, Prince. It's about time. Dude, I feel so bad for you, man. I saw you out there shivering in that, in that cold. And, I mean, honestly, we were not prepared for that rain, brother. We were not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't, man. I'm up there drenched. I mean, my sweaters rained on. I mean, rained out wet. My jacket is wet. My pants were wet, man. It was crazy, friends. And I mean, then the worst part about the two audience, we're out there in this rain, and it's just constantly, constantly coming down. And we got all this equipment, laptops, you know, cameras, recorders. I mean, it was tough trying to keep all that stuff dry. But I'll tell you one thing, tomorrow, we're going to be prepared. <laughs> Definitely prepare tomorrow, man. I know that for sure, Prez. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, audience, you guys probably saw when you were watching it on TV, rain, all type of conditions, but it's football. And those players are out there. They were giving it their all on the field. And we're going to get into all of that here in a second. But I got a little nugget for the audience. You guys might have saw this too. But Matt Eberflus. Was at the senior bowl. I saw him in the corner of the end zone, and it was confirmed because I saw a couple of the Bears beat reporters put that up on Twitter. So Matt Eberflus was over there watching some of those defensive line drills that was going on over there. He was standing next to the new uh, Giants general manager. So I saw that. I saw you over there, Matt. I wish you had been close enough where we could have hollered at you because we got some questions for you too, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. Matt over there putting getting some work in over there, Prince. Look, man, he just got introduced on Monday, and he already down here in Mobile. Man, I like it. I like that energy. He, he got to work immediately. Yeah, man, he ain't playing around. So, hey, keep that energy up. Hey, keep that energy. Keep that same energy, Matt, for real. But, audience, we know that the Bears have had a lot of news coming going on right now. We know about the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator was just named, wide receiver coach, O-line coach linebacker coach and oh an assistant GM that's going to be working with Ryan Poles so we're going to get into all that with you guys once senior bowl week commences but right now the top of mind for us on this show is breaking down senior bowl so day two A-dub is in the books and audience besides it being rainy and cold as fuck out there it was still <laughs> a very good practice very spirited over there and my main takeaway it's the same one that I had yesterday, A-Dub. The defensive line dominated once again today. Yeah, them boys, man. They just playing tough out there, Perez. You're right. They put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and they've been stopping that run. And, I, and I'm just going to say this. Jermaine Johnson, there's no chance that the Bears are going to be able to draft him. However, 
that dude has now shown two consecutive practices that he's the best player on the field. That guy is a beast. He was supposed to talk to the media, but that man was like looking at that. The rain. He looked up to the sky, saw that rain. He was like, man, I'm going in that locker room. I ain't got time to be over here talking to no media. <laughs> he got up out of there. But hey, man. hey, hey but, Jermaine, but Jermaine Johnson, man, audience, if you're not familiar, turn on the tape of this guy. Former last chance you Juco player. Went to Georgia and then ended up playing at Florida State. Hell of a ball player. I think he's going to be a first-round draft pick in this draft. Hey, man, Perez, he got the tools, right? He got the goods. Sir, what were some of your um, quick takeaways overall? You know what? I think they all did a good job. Both teams did a good job with focusing heavily this time on special teams and really giving them their chance, Perez. So I thought that was new. That was different. I know we got a little bit for one of the teams yesterday, but today you kind of like really saw that both teams focus in on that part of it. No, I, I think that's fair. Um, when I was talking about the uh, the defense earlier, there was one thing that I did not mention, audience, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up to you guys. So in addition to the fact that I mentioned the defensive line dominated, I wanted to talk about some pass rushers that I thought really emerged here. Now, you guys yesterday about Lukita, linebacker out of, Penn, out of Penn State. That guy had another game practice, showed a tremendous job there in the pass rush. Dominique Robinson, I mean, just to name a few. I mean, I'm not going to throw a whole bunch of names out there at you guys because, audience, you guys aren't going to remember all these names. But I feel like if we keep it simple and we give you guys a couple of names just to kind of remember – then maybe you could do your own research on these guys and kind of see what you think about them as well. But that pass rush, very good. Um, I love the fact that even though that there was those wet and rainy conditions out there, the, both of those teams practiced very hard out there. AW. Now, for the wide receiver standpoint, there were a lot of drops, but that was to be expected. I mean, it was raining consistently, bro, consistently. Man, I know that field probably has something to do with it as well, but you're right, Chris. That rain really got to folks. Can't deny that. But one thing that I will say about those wide receivers, I will give them their credit. They were getting separation against those defensive backs. So even though they didn't make a lot of deep plays and things of that nature, they were getting separation. And that bodes well for a lot of those guys' prospects. Yes, I totally agree with you there, Perez. That separation, man, when you see some of those drills, they were excellent too, man. And I got to give those wide receivers a lot of credit for that. Now. I have to, for the second day in a row, give credit to Dan Campbell. Audience, you guys are probably hearing Prez kind of having a little bit of a man crush on this guy because <laughs> I just love what he's about, man. I, I'm watching him, how he's working with these players, man. He keeps the competitive juices flowing. A.W., you know I'm a meathead when it comes to competing, man. So I'm watching what he's got these guys doing. They just get out in the middle of the field. And they just start doing these mano a mano drills, and I'm like, hell yeah. Sign me up. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, look, Perez, I'm with you there, man. You cannot deny the competitive nature there, man. Those players were responding, right? And they were getting all pumped up because of it. So you're right. Got to get a coaching staff credit, man. And I think that's the thing that, um, that they're doing differently than what the Jets team is doing. That Lions team, it seems like they're all about competition out there. I mean – do, you, you, we talked about yesterday with Deuce Staley when he had the offense versus defense guys going head up. They did that shit again today, and they locked horns. And, and, and I'll tell you one thing. That was a great way to end practice by doing those drills and just basically saying, hey, if you want it, come get it. 
Prayers. Hey, look, we were pumped up, you and I. We were on the side looking like, hey, hey, man, I'm getting pumped up. I want to come out on that field now. The way these guys are playing, man, they made it so much fun and very competitive. Well, I'll say this. I was drenched and I was wet, but that was the only moment I had a smile on my face, audience. The only moment. <laughs> the rest of that time, the rest of that time, I was just sitting out there just like, what in the fuck am I doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, friends. I'm so glad it did it on a good note, man, because you and I looked at each other. We were like, yeah, we can dig these kind of things here, man. We love this kind of competition right here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, audience, for any of you guys that did not watch today's practice, A-Dub and I were talking about the competition and the, comp the competitive nature of how Dan Campbell and, and Deuce Staley were trying to get these practices going. So, Opening up this practice today, and I noticed this in the beginning of the opening session, rather, A-Dub, I saw that Daniel Bellinger, he's uh, the tight end from San Diego State, he challenged uh, one of the um, the, the defensive linemen, uh, Kingsley uh, Enigbare, who actually had a very, uh, very big-time game out there, but a, a very big-time practice. But A-Dub, he got destroyed, not once, but twice. So Daniel... I love the fact that you, you know, you're challenged, but maybe next time be prepared. Got to come ready, man. Come ready or stay at home, man. That's all I can tell you on that. Because that was tough, man. Watching him just get destroyed on one play, he got put on his ass. The second play, he got pushed back like 10 to 15 yards. I'm like, God damn, that was disrespectful. <laughs> hey, man, somebody was trying to prove a point out there on that field. I don't think the guy like being challenged. And you know how that is. You challenge me, I'm going to show you what you want. <laughs> and we got to prove a point to you that you ain't ready for this, man. You can call me all you want to, but you ain't ready for the smoke. No, nah, Daniel definitely wasn't ready for no smoke. He got the smoke. <laughs> Shit. Because I, I was looking at all the people that had them high lens cameras out there and, and the recorders. And when that dude got planted down, I heard the ooze, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, if that's one thing that I would say, friends, it wasn't a crazy crowd, right, where the state was so packed, but the crowd that was there, they got all involved in that, man. I, I would say for the fans that were uh, uh, in the midst of us, they definitely were letting it be known what they thought about some of those plays out there. Now, I do admit that there were a couple moments out there where I did allow myself to have a nice little smirk on my face when some things were happening. But for the most part, um, I kind of kept things to myself, just writing things in my notebook because, you know, there's a lot of observations that that I have about the talent that's not only at the senior bowl, but the talent that is in this draft. And with the Chicago Bears being limited in draft capital, I've been doing even more homework audience on identifying players that I think will be a fit for this team but also people that we can legitimately get on this squad because there's so many people that will tell you, oh, this guy played well. This guy could be a fit for the Chicago Bears. Well, our first pick is in the second round. So we have to be logical about people that are going to be available when we make that first pick. Now, audience, before A&W and I get to our list of people that not only have impressed us from days one and two, that are fits and people that we can legitimately draft, I did want to take a moment here to talk about a couple of the players that we had one-on-one -on -one interviews with. So Shannon Tindall from Georgia. Now, audience, any of you guys that are college football fans, you know who this guy is. At the national championship game, he made the play of the game, making a sack that sealed it for Georgia, eight tackles, 
hell of a ball player, wasn't even starting because they have so much talent in Georgia. And a guy like that was coming off the bench, but he started in the biggest game of his life and balled out. And this kid, A-Dub, you saw his energy out there. He was infectious, smiling, gave you good answers, great eye contact. I mean, asking a kid like that questions, I was I could have talked to him for 20 minutes, A-Dub. Yeah, you could have, man. But I was impressed. I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. I was definitely impressed away from his answers. And he did a good job. I'll tell you that. But the reason why, audience, I'm bringing up this guy that we did a one-on-one with is because UGA linebacker. Think of on our current roster who's a former UGA linebacker. And think about how potentially Channing Tindall could complement that former UGA linebacker. And I'm talking about one Roquan Smith. I love the fact that this Shannon, this uh, Shannon Tindall kid is smart, identifies plays. One of the things that you see about him is that recognition. He knows what's going on. He trusts his eyes. Any people that watch film and understand football, you know what I'm talking about when I say that. The kid's got a lot of talent. He's tough as nails, and he just wants to ball out. He wants to succeed, and he was all about that smoke too because what did I ask him, A-Dub? I said – how did it feel being out here with all your brothers from Georgia? And he was like, shit, man, we were fired up out there, man. He said, my boy over there doing the drill, he said we was out there making some noise. And I said, yeah, I love that. You know, because at the end of the day, he says what they were taught and kind of the way that they came up on that team was their whys. What are your whys? And actually, he said he didn't even view his teammates at college as teammates. He's like, I viewed them as brothers. I knew what their whys were. I knew about their family, each and one of their families. And, and, and that says a lot because a lot of times these people don't know anything about the people that they're playing with. They just know, hey, that's my teammate. He can play. I could depend on him on, on game day. And I like the fact that when he was answering questions, he talked about things off of the field. He showed that he actually cares. See, mm-hmm. I want a high caliber. I want a high character guy in addition to someone A-Dub that can play football well. Yeah, man, Chris, he's one of those guys, like you just said, man, good on the field and off the field. He's a guy that would be doing more of those that work, man. He's a guy that I think, in my opinion, man, would do something like that. Because you're right, he has a good foundation. A lot of great qualities about him, Chris. All those intangibles, man, that make sense. Yeah, another guy, uh, very another, another guy that I thought high character, high quality guy was Joshua Williams. Now, this kid, A-Dub, was someone that you were in on the on the one-on-one interview. And I happened to be wrapping up another interview. And then I came over and chatted with him. Now, audience, the reason why I'm bringing up Joshua Williams' name to you is he's a cornerback out of Fayetteville State University. He's from an HBCU school. And he is one of two people to ever participate in the Senior Bowl that played for the HBCU, your HBCU school. That's a huge accomplishment. When I came over A-Dub, what did I ask him? I said, how does this feel for you that you are representing your school on this type of stage? He perked up. And I saw the pride come out. He got animated, and he started getting fired up. And I said, man, this guy right here put that program on his map. On, he put that program on the map, eh, Doug? He actually was like, I'm going to carry this, man, with a lot of pride, like you're saying. So when you were over there, what did you observe from Joshua in addition to what I shared? What I observed from him, Prez, was his demeanor. I was looking at his aura, his demeanor, Prez. 
and how when he talked to you, he did give everyone eye contact first. But one thing about him, man, was that when you asked him questions and they really hit home for him, he brightened up about it, man. I mean, you just can see that, you know what, it hit home, hit close to home. And he was just more just been excited to be here. It was more like, you know what, I want to prove something to the world that, hey, my school is one of the good schools to go to as well. We got good product out there. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, and I talked about this yesterday on the show, a lot of the Power Five schools, those major schools that are out here, they're going to get all the credibility. They're going to get all the credit. I don't give a shit about what school you went to. All I care about is do you have talent? Do you have the willingness to get better and to improve? And one of the things that, that really stood out to me when I was talking with Joshua was the fact that when I asked him, what are things that you're working on technique-wise to get better? He listed all of the things that I identified from just watching him in these two days of practice. That I'm like, yeah, that's some things you need to clean up. He, he understands where he needs to get better. Self-awareness is key. You know, a lot of times there's certain people out here, they think they've already arrived. You have to be self-aware as a prospect, as a human being, to know areas that you can improve upon in life. But I think A-Dub, this kid has a really good skill set, and I think it's one that definitely translates over to the NFL. He's very humble, man. And to you, to the other point, man, he, this is a kid that's going to put the work in. So it's a good one, man. I like what I'm seeing from him, man. And he's a guy that you can see that doesn't quit press, doesn't give up, man, and he, continue, he, he continues to come. And – A-Dub, another reason why I like the kid. Got some good height on him. Did you see those arms on him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He, he got some length, man. So as a corner, ideal size, and he's fast. He sat up there and said, I want to run a – he wants to run a 4-3 at the combine. And we're going to be at the combine. And I swear to God, if he runs a 4-3, I'm going to be out there like, brother, you said you was going to do it. You said you was going to do it. But and if you don't. But if he donate, Dub, I'm going to remind him of that shit, too, though. I bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Joshua, if you happen to listen to the show, man. We we definitely are rocking with you and wishing you luck at the Combine and going forward. And, hey, I hope our Chicago Bears uh, give you a little look as well. Yes, sir. So, A-Dub, going to kick it over to you. So, as I told the audience yesterday, you're going to be preparing some of your ideal fits for the Bears at that wide receiver position. Let's start there. What you got for us? Chris, who I've looked at, man, who will be a good fit I mean, for our Bears at the wide receiver spot, man, is I looked at this one guy, Chris, that continue to just continue to cross my mind, and that's Jalen Tober, man. I know I spoke with him, Chris, but I also looked at what he can bring. And um, what he can bring to the table, Chris, is the he got the speed, he got the quickness, Chris, and he can work through contact. If you can do that, Chris, that, that, that part of it, you can also go deep, you're well-rounded, and you got great hands. You a guy for Chicago. So I think I looked at his whole skill set, Perez, is that he have it, and he's very humbled as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have nothing wrong with that when I was somebody that you talked about yesterday. Good size, uh, good kid, good attitude. I like what he had. You know, you talked about his um, staying home and how he wanted to represent the state of Alabama. He wanted to be that role model. I got nothing wrong with that one. What else you got for us? I got uh, this guy from the Rutgers, man, Bo Melton, a wide receiver, Perez. And this is a guy who's pretty quick. What I like about him, Perez, he gets you on that first step, man. It's hard to really contain him. And once he get the burst going, Perez, 
there's no catching him. You're going to see nothing but his numbers on his back, friends. So he's one of those guys, man, that can catch it off contact as well, has great hands, good speed, and he got good route running too, man. With slants and things of that nature, friends, you hit him on the numbers, man, he got it. Matter of fact, he'll go get it. It's one of those kids like that. So I like what I saw from him in these past couple of days. Yeah, um, that's actually really good feedback there on him because he is someone – that, that kind of flashed to me as well. So I, I think that's a good call out audience. And if you guys aren't familiar with Bo Melton, please fire up the tape because this is someone that's definitely taking advantage of his opportunities. The senior bowl for some guys is just solidifying their place, whether it's the first or second round, but a guy like this in front of all these scouts, it's his opportunity to say, look, I'm here as well. And I'll tell you one thing, very impressive. A-Dub, I agree with you. Great route runner, but he also creates separation as well, and that's what we're seeing right now this week, and, and uh, that's what we're seeing right now in, at the senior post so far. So far, so good for me, Prez. Another guy, though, man, I do have for you, too, that I want you, you know, to continue to look at analyze um, whatever. It's this kid, Braylon Sanders. I know he got hurt today. A little bit kind of got roughed yep. up, Prez, hurt himself. But before that, Prez, he was having himself, a, 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 I mean, a practice. I mean, one thing I like about him, Prez, is that, when you make a quick move or a slap on the ball, a route, when the ball coming straight to him, Perez, and you, he'll catch it right away. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those guys with quick hands, Perez, and got a quick eye for when the ball is coming. So you throw it to him however you want to throw it to him, Perez, he'll catch anything. And the thing about him as well, Perez, is when he does run routes, you can see that these are quick routes, Perez. These are not little small routes he'll run. They, he, he makes a move very quickly. And when he get free, get separation, Perez, he is gone as well. So he is one of those kids that I like that can either go short, go long, Perez, he knows when it, I mean, he knows what to do. So I will say his knowledge of the game, Perez, has come easy to him, man. So I like what I saw from him. Well, that one right there for many people that, uh, that follow college football, probably not going to be a surprise. Braylon, Braylon Sanders is a beast. Nice deep threat from Ole Miss, A-Dub. Yep. One of the things that I really, really like about this kid is he really impressed at the, NL, the NFL PA Bowl. And he did so well there. That's why he got invited to the Senior Bowl this week. But he made a highlight play this season where he had a fucking one-handed catch while spinning in midair against Alabama. When I saw that shit, I said, who the fuck is this guy? Right. So, so I'm not surprised that you, you that you brought him up here on your list because he's very, very talented. Yeah, man. And one last thing about him, Prez, and, and, and the fact with him, is you, you like a guy that makes explosive moves, Prez. You like the fact that they got good hands with it, man, who can catch the ball when it's low or high, Prez. He's one of those guys who can really go get it. Okay. I got one more for you, though. This is probably one of the probably most underrated picks here that people probably have not been watching, but Khalil Shakur, number 14, man. Um, I like him, Prez, from the standpoint that he gets separation, but his separation are quick, Prez. He's not the guy that go deep like that. When you talk about just running routes only, Prez, this guy's pretty good at that. He has elite route running ability, Perez. When you see him, when he does it crisply, I'm sorry, when he does it, you know, um, with um, skill, he's very good at that when he's actually within place within himself. And I think when he showed those flashes, it was like, man, that's next level flashes that you're showing. So when he done it well, he done it great. So he's the guy that I look at. You talk about just running routes. He's the guy that can get some quick separation, Perez, and make some things happen. And he got good hands as well. Yeah, no, I, I like this kid a lot. One of the things I like about him is, He's good in space. Really, really good body control from what I saw out there. Great acceleration. 
and I think the route running for him is the, is where he's going to make his money in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And one of the things too, and I'm going to go back to this just like I did with a second ago when I talked about Braylon. This kid on film, audience, if you don't believe us, fire up the tape because he made some crazy catches of his own playing at Boise State this season. So, Adup, that's a pretty good pick as well, audience. And these are all receivers that I think that are within reach, but all guys that can help us rebuild that wide receiver room that I think is going to take some hits this offseason. That's the plan we're looking to do, man. We got to build it up, Chris. That wide receiver core, like you're saying, man, we got to. All right, what you got for me with the running backs? Now, audience, we know we're in a position to strength at running back. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. I mean, that's probably the best one-two punch in football. I've said that many times. I will die on that hill. We even got Tariq Cohen. We don't know what's going to happen there, but you got solid running backs in that room. However, you never know what will happen. Maybe uh, maybe Tariq Cohen gets traded. Maybe he gets released. So, A-Dub, it's help on the way with some running backs that you saw out there this week. Prez, I got to piggyback on what you shared with us yesterday, Prez, regarding Jerome Ford. I got a chance to really look at him, detail Prez today, and he was the running back that stood out today, more so than anyone, Prez. And what I like about him is that he's very sharp. If you look at him, Prez, in drills, you're like, man, he does it great. And he doesn't just do it well, he does it great. I mean, he comes off explosive, Prez, and very skilled. And the good thing is when he runs the football, Perez, he runs with purpose, you know. And I think with him, he gives you a good IQ when he runs the football, and then he explodes. It's like, man. No, I mean, listen, I, I got nothing else to say on that one. I pretty much already told the audience what I thought about him yesterday. Great running back, runs with power. 100% agree with you. What you got? Uh, what, uh, what else you got? And Devontae Price. I got to give you him again, man. Uh, I know I talked a little small snippet of him um, yesterday, but the thing for him, Perez, he has loads of talent. Um, he proved to me that he's quicker than a lot of the running backs that were there present today. And as a matter of fact, he wanted to compete against them on some of the drills, Perez, and he outshined them in some of the drills. So he's a guy that I like who has good hands. He can play well in the passing game, Perez. He also can run the football well, too. So that's a guy I really have high hopes for, Perez. I like his skill moves he has because he knows how to get free, Perez. He can break away. He got a little bit of that, um, what do you call that, Marshall Falk in him, Perez. So I like what I saw from him. Marshall Falk, huh? Yes. Ooh. That is quite a player comp right there. Marshall Falk, ladies and gentlemen, we got the whole aid though to that one because that's Hall of Fame that you just brought up as far as a comp. Mercy, mercy, the game don't lie, right? The game don't lie, (laughs) Chris. Mercy, you 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 kind of put yourself out there on that one. On this, I'm just gonna say this. I don't necessarily know if I if I agree with the Marshall Falk vibes, but listen, if it happens, A Dub, I will remind myself that I was wrong every day if you were right about this. So I'm gonna give you, I give you your flowers, man, if you was right on that one. Now, now let me let me let me stop on one thing here for the audience beat me up. I'm, I'm talking about the moves he made, right? I'm not talking about everything else that Marshall Falk has. Now, Marshall Falk was legit on everything. He can do everything great. I'm now, just talking now, about the now, 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 audience, this is what I call the backtrack. <laughs> 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 but, but A-Dub, I, I'm just messing with you, though, because, no, uh, Devontae Price, the one thing you hit it on, you hit the nail on the head with this kid. Fast as hell, man. He ripped off so many long gains so 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 far this week. And in the open field, 
he does have some little bit of Marshall Falk in him. A little bit. Oh, but yeah. You, he's fast as hell. Yes, he is, man. That was like, man, that's some impressive stuff there, man. That's that's that elite level we talk about, Briz, and that next level game, man, talking about playing in the field. That's something people look for that because you know how it go, Briz. Speed kills, doesn't it? Yep, it sure does. Uh, one of the guys in the running back room that I, I still think that we should probably talk a little bit more about with the audience. I brought his name up yesterday, Brian Robinson, the yes. running back from Alabama. I think this guy put on a really good show in the receiving drills. Now, I don't think that he got a chance to show. I don't think he got a chance to show at Alabama the type of running back that he's going to be able to be in the NFL. That's going to be a good thing because he doesn't have a lot of tread on those. He doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on those on his legs, his body. So that's going to be a guy that the NFL team should be clamoring all over. Tyler Batty, another running back out of Missouri, little guy. He's got that cut ability, and that's one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm watching these running backs. And I'm watching like this the moves that they're making to make something out of nothing. Because as I said earlier, the defensive lines have been killing it this week. And these little running backs are still making them away from themselves. And so Tyler Batty's been someone that has caught my eye this week as well. So I think that's another running back audience to kind of keep an eye on. Absolutely, Perez. He's definitely one, man. He, he's working hard out there on that field. I'll tell you one thing. He feels like he has something to prove as well. No, he definitely does have something to prove. So, audience, on my list, I mean, I'm going to combine mine. So, I told you guys I was going to be looking at the linebackers. I was going to be looking at the D-line. I was going to be looking at the offensive line. The first defensive lineman that I'm going to highlight is somebody that I talked about yesterday. But he went and had another great day of practice today. So, I got to repeat it. Travis Jones, the defensive tackle from UConn. I'm telling you right now. Most people, when you hear UConn, that's a basketball school. You ain't thinking about UConn as being a football player, uh, uh, building and, and, and making, like, really great football players until you see this guy on film. Because when I'm watching him out there in practice, A-Dub, I said, good Lord. I told you guys yesterday, big as him. He's out there bullying people, <laughs> not only in the pass rush, but in the running game as well. I really like what he brings to the table. Now, I'm going to say something here that's going to make a couple of our listeners probably a little upset. There's probably a strong chance that Hakeem Hicks is not going to return to the Chicago Bears. You know how important he is to A-Dub and I. However, when I look at a guy like Travis Jones, hey, could be a potential replacement. And I know you can't totally replace a Hakeem Hicks. I know that. <laughs> but however, <laughs> we got to pick up the pieces, y'all. And so when I look at a Travis Jones A-Dub, I think he's got some versatility to play um, up front. So this is a kid that I really have really fallen in love with, for lack of better words. I really like what he brings to the table. That's what's up, Prez. I'm going to continue to do my homework on the kid, man. I like what you pointed out. This is a kid that probably could come and help us out too. Yep, I got another one for you guys. Logan Hall from Houston. And probably someone that a lot of people that are listening to this show probably aren't familiar with. For any of our listeners that have been watching the, the, the Reese's Bowl from home, the, the, the senior bowl from home. You may have seen him flash on the broadcast, but I'll tell you one thing. This guy's got size to be an edge rusher, but he has the ability to play on the inside as well. Reminds me a little bit of his game of a Tommy Harris when he played for the Bears. Now, I'm not making that comparison saying that he is a Tommy Harris, but just that ability. And 
he has been a force to be reckoned with all week there in those senior bowl practices. Now, there's an offensive lineman, Raymond, Raman, I believe. He's one of the guys that Raman, he's one of the top rated offensive linemen in the senior bowl. I tell you one thing, I saw a sequence this week where Logan Hall blew this motherfucker up two plays in a row. So Damn. that gives you some ice, that gives you some insight, right? So you have some top-rated offensive linemen in this senior bowl, but it just goes to show you to have much how talented these defensive linemen are because the defensive linemen are lighting shit up. And Logan Hall has been someone that I've been really, really impressed with. And when I say that he blew that dude up, he knocked his ass back five yards off of the snap. <laughs> Dang, we he ain't playing no games. And audience, if you don't believe me, watch the tape because the very next snap, because I had it in my notes, they double teamed him. So they realized, okay, this this dude right here is a beast. <laughs> and he was still able to move the other two linemen back. So it was crazy. They stood him up, and he still was pushing their asses back. So that shows you that this guy not only can play on the outside, but he can play on the inside. He plays with leverage, and he's got a lot of strength. So that's somebody audience that I want you guys to take a look at. I think he is going to be someone that's going to be really, really nice. That's what's up right there, Perez. All right, I'm going to give you guys an offensive alignment. Dylan Parham from Memphis. Now, day one, he was really good. I had it in my notes, A-Dub. I said, okay, this is someone that I came here, didn't really have him high on my list. And I said, okay, day one, all right, kid, we'll see what you do on Wednesday. And he stacked another solid performance. So he, he backed up what he did on Tuesday with another nice practice here on Wednesday. And uh, I think he started to scratch the surface of what he could be as a lineman. And I think he's got a lot of upside. And this is somebody that could potentially be a swing tackle for us here in Chicago. I talk to you guys about this all the time, that we got to upgrade this offensive line. You can never have enough offensive linemen that can, you know, that can make things happen. So Dylan Parham is another guy that I think that you guys should be looking at. I think he's got a ton of potential, ton of upside. Man, that's something. That's a guy I will be paying close attention to, Perez, moving forward. All right, I got a cornerback for you, A-Dub. Darian Kendrick from Georgia. So now it's another Georgia guy. I told you guys Georgia's <laughs> in here deep. Yeah, man. Now, you guys already know what our cornerback situation is opposite of Jalen Johnson. I'm not going to repeat anything that I've already said on this show. All I'm going to say is we need some help. So Darian <laughs> Kendrick is a guy that I don't necessarily think he did anything to stand out, but in one-on-one -on -one drills – this guy held his own. That's something that I really liked about him. Also, athletic as hell, A-Dub. And the guy has a really good ability when I was watching him this week in man coverage. And now that's something that I think we could really benefit from having another corner that can basically play their man head up like Jalen can. Man, that would be a huge plus for us, Fred. Now, the only drawback on his game, audience, and I have to just point this out, He's a converted wide receiver, so he's still developing his ball skills. And you know what they say a lot of, a lot of times about cornerbacks. Most of them uh, made that switch to corner because they weren't good at wide receiver. So he's still improving with his ball skills, but I still like this kid's potential. 
And I'm telling you, he could probably be like a third round draft pick right now. I think it'd be a very good value pick for for um, for, for for the for the Bears. Uh, a dub. I think this is a kid right here. He could be a difference maker in the wings. Oh man, that's the guy, Perez. I, I am looking forward to seeing him play, man. Um, the matchup against some of these guys um, in the game, you know, uh, on Saturday. So yeah, man, that's something I want to really see him continue to develop and grow into, man. And um, hey, sky's the limit. Yep. Now the linebacker that I mentioned that we chatted with one on one, Tyndall. He's another guy that I would love for the Bears to look at, but I've already talked to you guys about him, so I'm not going to repeat that. The last player that I want to bring up here on this show before we get out of here, you guys know how I have felt about Sam Mustafer. Last season, I thought he was serviceable. This past uh, the 2020 season, he was serviceable. The 2021 season, Sam Mustafer, if you watched the tape, it was just disgusting the way he played, getting blown off the ball. Just It just didn't look good. So I'm looking at a center here that I think can help us out. Cole Strange, UT Chattanooga. Now, the one thing that I would look at with the one thing that I see with this guy, A-Dub, is over the first two practices, he's been all over the place, meaning they had him at guard. They've had him at center. And I, one of the things that I really liked when I was watching him, even though this offensive lineman this week, in the 707s, the 907s, haven't looked pretty strong. I was looking at what he was doing in the one-on-one drills, and this guy at the point of attack, mm, 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 strong. So, and that's something that I've always said with Mustafa, where he struggles there. Now, I'm also going to point out the negative, because I want to make sure that I'm not just being a cheerleader for these prospects, because we know these guys aren't they're not perfect. There's things about their games that they have to clean up. So there was one rep that I saw where he got beat on the power move. But I wrote down in my notes the very next play. He came back and he stopped a power a, a bull rush that they were trying to do. So one thing that I would say about him is he showed, hey, next play mentality. We talk about that all the time. That's what you got to have. Hey, okay, fine. You fucked up. Next play, get that shit out of your head. Let's go. And that's something that I really like with him. And like I said, seeing him in his one-on-one matchups and seeing how he has performed in one of those one-on-one matchups, A-Dub, hey, it's been hyping me up. And I was, there's some times on my little, um, when I'm making my notes and there's a guy that I like really think is good or he does something really good. And I'll do like a couple of those asterisks on, on their name on my, uh, on my notes. And when he came back on that play after that bull rush, I gave him three asterisks because I really liked the effort. And I think somebody like him is something that we can add to this team. You know, we, we, we got to upgrade this offensive line. We talk about it so much. You guys already know how we feel about Justin Fields. We know Justin Fields is the future. Got to protect Justin Fields at all costs. We got to get some people in here that are going to be knocking people off the fucking football. And that's what it all boils down to, Prez. So long story short, Cole Strange has versatility. He's playing this week at center, played at guard at college. Hey, you can never have enough versatility, especially on that offensive line. He's someone that I think would be a really good value add for the Chicago Bears. Jesse Lacuda, someone that I talked about yesterday, edge rusher, Penn State, love that kid. If you guys haven't heard that episode yet, please fire it up because I'm not going to repeat anything that I've already said. 
That kid has an incredible makeup. He's been balling out in practice. He already did so Tuesday, followed it up again today, played very physical out there, A-Dub. So much talent on that field, so much talent. And I can't wait to get out there tomorrow for the last day of practices. I think you and I both are on the same page with that, Perez. I've soaked in day one, day two. Can't wait to get out there with you, man, for us to go back to work, baby. Yes, sir. Well, audience, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us and helping us to become a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. We have been enjoying ourselves here in Mobile on to day three. And we're going to holler at y'all tomorrow. And we are out.